everyone, and welcome to Glassbreakers Podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Logan, and every week I'll be featuring innovators and disruptors. So settle in because it's about to get real. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we are joined by Sam Foley. She is the founder of Beauty Collective. She is a registered nurse and skin therapist. Welcome, Sam. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I just can't wait to get into this. So do you want to kind of introduce like how we know each other and what it is exactly that you do? Yeah, of course. I would love to. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, You know, and we'll get into this a little further on, but you and I have worked together in the past and I absolutely love working with you. So I'm so excited to be here Um, and absolutely love the premise of this podcast and, you know, everything you do, of course. Um, Oh my God. I'm such a fan of yours too. Yeah, so much love. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we um, met over a year ago, I would say. Um, so a little bit maybe about me. Uh, my background is nursing. So um, I'm a registered nurse and I've worked in everywhere from trauma in the hospital to um, a surgical assist for a plastic surgeon. Then I got into the world of pharmaceuticals and a couple of years ago took a course and started injecting. So I've been doing uh, medical aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing medical aesthetics for a few years now. And last August opened up my own space uh, in Belleville called the Beauty Collective. So that's what I do. Yay. For that. And um, I also inject in Toronto as well in Leslieville. So uh, just slightly busy um, going between the two. (laughs) Yeah. And I think when I met you, you were injecting, you were a pharmaceutical rep and you were doing your MBA at Western University. This is all correct. Yeah. Yeah, You're one busy person. One drops off and I just pick something else up. Apparently that's just uh, what I do now. So (laughs) Yeah. And I felt like the moment I met you, I just felt so connected. You're just such a bubbly, kind, exciting person. And I'm so happy we got to meet. And your spa is phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. And I would I would love to talk about like how it's body positive and how it's really mm. inclusive. Cause you had us up, like what would it have been six months ago? Me and a bunch yeah. of friends. Yeah, yeah. Probably seems insane to say it was that long ago. Um, but yeah, it probably was. So yeah, we opened in August of this year in Belleville, Ontario. So it's sort of where I'm from and and a space, a place where I'll settle when um my husband's through working in Toronto. So that's our plan is to go there. Um, but yeah, so I opened up this space. So I just really want medical aesthetics and beauty treatments to be accessible to all to feel inclusive it can be really intimidating to go somewhere because you know you you know you want to treat yourself or sometimes there's something that you you know just bothers you or you look in the mirror and it doesn't feel great and you know you want to talk to somebody about that because you know that there's maybe a treatment you could do or something that could help you feel a little bit better but it's such such a vulnerable, like a vulnerable part of yourself to, to go out and put all your, you know, insecurities on the line to someone that you may have never met before. So we just wanted to Mm -hmm. make space where people could come, they wouldn't feel judged, they were included, where we would just give honest advice from educated people. So everyone that works with us are nurses, medical estheticians, we have a doctor, and we make sure that we abide by all standards from the College of Nurses, Health Canada, Public Health, 
um, you know, just a really safe space, first and foremost, and really inclusive as well. So, yeah. And I think it's important to mention that Sam is a curvy goddess. She is this like big, <laughs> tall, blonde, like just voluptuous, gorgeous yeah. human. And um, you know, I've gone to other medical practitioners in the past and I felt, I didn't feel as welcomed there and I felt judged, but with you, like, yes, you're gorgeous, but you made me feel so welcomed and you really emphasized how inclusive you wanted to be. And I think that's really important in the beauty community because usually the beauty community is about having to shrink yourself to fit into this box, not mm. being accepted as you are. And I really love that about your spa and your personality. You. If you could share more about like the inclusiveness that you have there. Yeah, of course. I mean, we really tried to, and, and of course, you know, we're always open to suggestions too, but I really tried to make sure that, you know, when we opened, we were accommodating of everyone from people who may struggle because they're a triple excess to people who may struggle because they're a triple XL and, and we don't want anybody feeling non-confident on either end of that, right? So we yeah. wanted to make yeah. sure that we had um, sizing for anything that we brought in. We only wanted to work with inclusive uh, retailers. So one of our um, one of the companies that we sell for is Smash and Test because there is a Love. lot of variance in those sizes. We're launching our own clothing line right now. <gasps> lots of tie-dye, lots of fun stuff like that. But, you know, Love. when I brought it in, I wanted to make sure that I could accommodate from extra small. We're currently starting with up to 3X, but the plan is to get up Wonderful. to 5X as well. So we want to try and be as inclusive as possible. All of our clothing is non-binary, so <gasps> Amazing. Um, and then, you know, just little touches everywhere. We wanted to, you know, yep. yeah, I know you noticed this, we throw the poopery in the bathroom. Which is amazing. Comfortable. <laughs> no, that's actually, cause I have this like weird fear of like having to use the washroom in like public places, but like mm -hmm. you thought of everything like poopery, it's something that people don't think about, but it just like, it makes your stay a lot more comfortable. Everybody poops, you know? So <laughs> and also, you guys all wear, or sorry, you women or you humans, you all wear smash tests, don't you? We do. We all wear smash tests. Uh, so that's what we wear as our uniforms. Want the girls to be comfy, but they're so chic. I love that's that. Awesome. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's so just really inviting. Yeah, we're rocking a smash test. Uh, depending on our services, if we're doing more on the medical side, we might have a lab coat over top, but we've always love got it. that smash test on underneath. <laughs> I love that. And I remember, um, so you guys also made sure that like the beds, is that, is that what they're called? Yeah, the so beds? human beds. We wanted to make sure that they were comfortable for anybody who got on them. So we sourced ones that were extra wide and, you know, you didn't feel like you might... Yeah, um, collapse or, or ones that go really low for people that aren't super tall or really high for people that are super tall is a, you know, five, That's amazing. girl myself. I don't want to be like squatting down to get on and off my facial <laughs> table. So I need it at my height. And as someone giving treatments, I also need it to come up to my height as well. So um, yeah, so we just tried to think of whatever, whatever we could to make sure that people felt comfortable there. Uh, because, you know, it should be a pleasure coming in, even if, you know, we're joking around about, you know, giving needles or micro needling. We still want you to have a really good time when you're in there because you're treating yourself. So I love that. I love that so much. And I think something else I wanted to talk about on here. So we know each other because I came to get Botox. Like yeah. I do not hide that I love Botox. Same girl, same. I feel like, 
I like, and I know like a lot of people who are body positive, they're like, how can you be body positive if you get Botox? And it's like, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. As an excuse, I can say it helps with my migraines, which it does, but oh, I like not does. having wrinkles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about that, like being body yeah. positive and getting Botox at the same time, like what your yeah. opinions are on that. Yeah, well, I think to me, body positivity doesn't mean I love every single thing about my body. It means I'm comfortable with my body. You know, I appreciate my body. Um, Mm -hmm. A while ago, I went through a process where I was having seizures. And and after coming out of that, I'm I'm totally fine now. It was 2012, I think it happened to me. But coming out of that, I had such an appreciation for my body. And do I sometimes look and be like, ah, I don't like the way this looks on me or whatever? Yeah, of course I do. I'm human, but at the end of the day, I still love my body and I appreciate everything about it, that I can get up in the morning, that I can walk to get my coffee, that I can, you know, so for me, body positivity is body appreciation and, you know, not having to love every single part of your body, but appreciating it at the end of the day and and what it does for you. So that's- uh, Oh my God goodness that okay I actually love that I'm stealing that from you now body appreciation <laughs> yeah why that's the new hashtag body appreciation is yeah. no longer bopo yeah it's uh, uh well I mean and I have had people really challenge me on that as well you know and say uh you know would you consider yourself body positive and I say of course you know I I, I love everybody if you will um yeah. and then they're like well how can you change it and it's like you know, there's a lot of different things. And and I've always felt this way that there are some people who, you know, have something about themselves that they find crippling or holds them back that I would probably never notice in them, but they come in and it's one little thing. And if I can safely help them feel better about that, then Mm -hmm. you bet I'm going to, and you can continue to be even more positive about your body. So No, I completely agree with you. And I feel like body positivity and how you embrace it is up to every individual. And I mean, if something is crippling someone Mm -hmm. and they have to live with that every day, like I don't live in their shoes. That's not my place to judge. And I feel like body positivity is also supposed to be about like acceptance. Well, that's it. And you know what? I was never crippled by my wrinkles, but I sure love not having them. So, Oh my God. Okay. You know? I was like, so we're, we're in quarantine right now. And yeah. I've been like saying this around my family and I couldn't wait to say this to you. But I was like, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to be able to tell all the people who get Botox now because we've been in quarantine for over a month. And if they didn't get it beforehand, you're just going to start seeing their faces all wrinkling in <laughs> Um, says the definitely not natural blonde. <laughs> Do you see that line? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> speaking of that, okay, that's actually something that gets brought up a lot when people talk about like injectables and body positivity is like, okay, we get our eyebrows done, we get our nails done, we dye our hair. Why is Botox any different? Like you're still changing your appearance in all regards. I completely agree with you, you know, and then I, I think that there's until you have Botox, you don't realize what a minor procedure it is. Um, (gasps) It feels like nothing. Well, that's it. And people are thinking, you know, you're, you know, you're putting a foreign substance in your body. And I'm thinking, I put a lot of other stuff in my body for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Champagne. Um, More often than I put Botox in my body. And, you know, Botox has such a clean safety profile. Um, And then, you know, people will ask me, you know, what, what have you had done? And I'm always happy to answer that, but they don't, they don't expect, I think, 
what comes out of my mouth to come out of my mouth because I, I don't just say, oh, I have Botox in my forehead and uh, filler in my lips, you know? They expect- so Wait, that- what do you say? I want to know now. Yes. So I, so I say, well, when I was in grade seven, I had headgear that pulled my jaw back because I had debilitating migraines that changed the look of my face. I've also had multiple really? pulled. I've had braces that changed, you know, how I yeah. look. Um, I dye my hair blonde. I shop yeah. at clothing stores that, you know, I spend way more money at than I need to because I want to mm-hmm. look a certain way. Uh, I go, I work out five times a week, big, big member of the Obey online fitness group, you know, so I can feel a certain way and look a certain way. Um, I put makeup on every day. I yep. use Dermalogica skincare to make my skin look a certain way. Love them. Um, Love so them. A lot of things that I change. I paint my nails. I wear jewelry. Um, these are all things that I've done to my body. Oh my, okay. Thank you for saying that because I've never heard someone frame it in that kind of a macro way Mm -hmm. and it really puts it into perspective. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that, I think it's so important. And at the end of the day, it's your body, your choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I did something we've never had a chance to do because we wanted to film that YouTube video a while yeah. ago. It was was it you came up she came up with this amazing name called like bubbles and botox, bubbles bubbly and, and botox. Bu- not it to, was so- to drink bubbles and discuss botox, not drink bubbles and get or give botox. Very clear on that. <laughs> but we were gonna talk about like, you know, all these frequently asked questions. And yeah. I think now maybe is the right time to discuss it. Sure. So you talk about the safety profile because something I was worried about when I first got Botox is, oh, it's botulism. Oh, you're putting poison into your face. Yeah. And and that's a really common misconception that people have. It's a purified protein that's pulled from botulism toxins. So hi, we're never going to be able to put a poison into you for vanity reasons. It's Canada. Like that's not going to happen. So we're putting in this really, really purified protein that causes the muscle to relax. And the reason that Botox has such a good safety profile and Mm -hmm. um, you know, has the research to back it up is because Botox is primarily a therapeutic drug. They use it in children. They use it in adults with really? disease, cervical dystonia, um, hyperhidrosis, TMJ, migraines, yep. you know? So yes, it does give you uh, a cosmetic effect, but first and foremost, it's, it's a therapeutic drug. So there's so, so much research on it. It's probably one of the most researched drugs in the world. In fact, I know it is. See, that's incredible to hear because I never hear that side of it. I only ever heard that side of it when I started talking to you and other nurse injectors. I feel like the fear is it the fear mongering is a lot higher than what my knowledge was. Um, So, what was it invented for? Like just therapeutic uses, or was it like? thing it was yeah it was it was invented therapeutically and it was actually a doctor Dr. Carruthers in BC Canada that saw the genetic effect mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so that's uh it started a lot oh my god it's been used therape- or therapeutically I believe since the 80s that could be wrong but I think around then so it's, it's been on the market wow. for a long time it's not a new drug I heard it even helps, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it helps with like back pain. Like sometimes you can get it injected if you have like severe pain. Yeah, they use it a lot in pain clinics, and I'm definitely not 
this specialist when it comes to that, but yeah. they go through a ton of it in pain clinics. So you think it's got a relaxation, it relaxes the muscle, right? So a lot of times pain or, I mean, I know um, prior to this, I used to work in Parkinson's and they used it a lot for that, for cervical dystonia when you can't really move the neck or tremor, things like that. Wow. So we have neurologists injecting it all day, a few days a, a month, just bang, like hundred patients a day in and out. So that's amazing. And then mm-hmm. in children, what do they use it for in children? Palsy. So oh. that sort of like constricted, it just relaxes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a miracle drug to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> I was doing like a side eye looking down. I keep forgetting like people cannot see the looks I'm doing. So I have to like reiterate it on here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my for goodness. Sure. Okay. So the question I get asked a lot yeah. and it's regarding migraines. So yeah. I know you're not a neurologist and a specialist, no. so you can't do it in the neck no. or in the head, but no. you explain this to me. Can, yeah. But it can still help cosmetically. Am I correct? Like yeah, if you a get- lot of people come in to me cosmetically. I don't do any therapeutic injecting with the exception of hyperhidrosis, excessive sweating. I do inject the yeah. armpits and a little bit in the scalp sometimes. Um, but the, um, the main, what I do 99% of the time is cosmetic and a lot of, um, I see a lot of dental hygienists, hairdressers, even a lot of people that just like, I can't do the movement because I'm so Botoxed, but (laughs) 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 push their brows together a lot, you know, to really focus on tiny things. Um, we find they have a great deal of relief when they just sort of relax that and they're not getting those stress headaches, those tension headaches, uh, or anything like that. No, I agree. Like when I get Botox, a lot of my migraines go away because it is from the tension. The one thing I'm really, really curious about for personal reasons is TMJ. I have extreme TMJ. Um, and it's just, I'm like at the point now where it's causing so many migraines up into my eye and what do you do for that? And can you yeah. do it cosmetically or do I have to go to a specialist? Well, so actually we can do it cosmetically because a lot of people, so it's an injection into the masseter muscle at the jaw. And a lot of people mm-hmm. find that from talking or just, you know, really overusing it, um, it can be bulky. So a lot of people come to us for yeah. masseter slimming. So in turn, it also oh. helps with TMJ. So if someone comes in for masseter, uh, for their masseters, they do find that it helps their TMJ a lot. Now, um, how much Botox do you need for that? Is it more than the forehead or? Definitely. It's a, the master is a big, strong muscle. So we typically okay. start off, um, if you're new to it at about 10 units per side, but you can get up to 40 units per side. So okay, uh, can be really high depending on the person, but I always, and I mean, you know, this, uh, start really low yeah. and work people up. So <laughs> yes, you do. Um, and you, and What's different about you and it's really nice too, you use a fresh needle for every time you go in with the Botox to keep it sharp and it hurts mm-hmm. less, which I had never had that from mm-hmm. the other practitioner I'd used, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. Um, another thing, I keep on forgetting I've had Botox, so I've like asked these questions, but I'm thinking yeah. of the people listening who have never, yeah. ever done it. Um, how long does it last for in your body or on your face? Yeah, so the first time we do it, we say about three months because we are going to keep you on that low end just to see how it works for you. Um, but mm-hmm. we generally see people coming in about every three to four months to have it touched up. Now, the longer you get it, the sort of weaker the muscle can get. Yet, which sounds scary, but is not at all. I'm so, like, oh my oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. So now I go about every six months getting mine done. So yeah. Really? Mm. Okay. But so it like- It a while to get there. 
how long? I've only got it four times. Oh, I've been doing it for <laughs> six years. So you, you got a ways to go, my friend. <laughs> a slight difference there. A slight yeah. difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, so, there's like actually so many questions to ask here because it's just, mm-hmm. I find that like, yeah, you see like some blog posts and they'll have a couple questions and answers on it, but you never get to firsthand hear what the initial experience is like, yeah. all the different facts on it. Um, what are the most common reasons why people come in to get Botox from you? Uh, you know, just, they usually come in and they just have one or two little things that they, they've noticed in a photo or, you know, something like that. And they just want to come in and get some information about seeing if they can sort of smooth it out. And, you know, and we're very honest with people too. It's, you know, if you come in and you have a lot of really deep set wrinkles, it's not going to fix it right away. But we always say, you know, we, we like to use Botox and fillers to, to soften things or, you know, to just, we want to keep you, you. So we want to enhance all of your amazing features, especially when we get Love. into the other side, we want to enhance what you already have. Right. So it's about enhancements, not about changing or, or, you know, redoing how you look. We're going to, you know, keep, if you wanted your lips done, we keep the shape of your lips and just help yeah. anchor and pull in certain points. Um, same with the cheeks. We're going to follow your natural cheekbone and make sure that that's defined. We're not, and, and I mean, some people, absolutely have these killer skills to, you know, you can take a picture in and they can give you something like that, but that's not how we're trained. And that's okay. It's just one type of injecting versus another. We, we really work on people's natural beauty and enhancing those points. Uh, yeah. with them, so. No, I love that because I remember when I first met you, you're like, I don't do the frozen face. I don't do the like overly <laughs> no. done lips. Like yeah. that is not for me. It's yeah. all about keeping it very natural. Yeah. I was like, okay, oh, and you did my brow lift, which was life changing. Can you explain what the brow like? Yeah. Uh, the brow lift <laughs> is just—it's such a lovely procedure. It's just—it is one muscle, and it just pops the tail of the brow, and uh, yeah, it's—it's it's lovely. It just really opens up the eyes, and uh, yeah, it's a—it's a—it's probably one of my favorite things to do and to have done to myself. <laughs> I know. I'm literally sitting here and I'm so happy talking about Botox. Like I didn't realize how happy Botox makes me. Um, But something I do for vanity actually that I'll share with everyone is I get Botox in my crow's feet and not for the lines, but because I squint in my photos and you can't see my eyes. So it actually opens them up and I don't see anything wrong with that. If it makes you feel a bit more confident, you do you. Like that's what life's about. That is one of the things we say all the time is you do you. And we'll help you do it safely. Exactly. That's ex- that's okay. Let's talk about safety because I yeah. feel like a lot of people maybe go on Groupon or they're going to these shady Botox places yeah. that like have a handwritten sign that's like ten dollar Botox yeah. for the full face. So what do we need to look for if you want to get into fillers and that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different brands on the market. So, um, you know, they're all to market. Uh, We use um, a couple of different ones. I generally find myself using brand name Botox made by Allergan. Um, A couple of things you want to ask your injector is, you know, when was your last education session? Because it sounds crazy, but knowing that 
because you've been trained for 10 years, but maybe you've never had a refresher since then, things change in cosmetic medicine, just like they do anywhere else. So when was your last education session? Uh, what type of products do you use? I always show people the bottle that I'm using on them. So they see it says Botox Cosmetic. A lot of people use other types of neuromodulators, which again, on the market right now, there's Xeomin, Dysport, uh, Juvo, and Botox, I believe, are the four approved uh, neuromodulators in Canada. So be ask what they're using, research it, um, make sure that you know what's going in your face, and make yeah. sure that, you know, if it's your first time having Botox done and you're having it done by a nurse, you should be consulting with a physician or a nurse practitioner. So we do that for everybody for their first time in. Um, it shouldn't just be registered nurse or an RPN um, doing it. We're fully capable of doing it, but you certainly want to make sure that that consult is happening unless you're seeing a nurse practitioner or, a, or an MD. So always make sure okay, that yeah, because you're actually the only person where I actually physically saw the doctor and he okayed before you yeah. started Botoxing. The other nurses, I mean, I'm not saying they're not no, qualified. No. I'm just saying yeah. I we really enjoy nurse that practitioners aspect. or I'm not sure they, you know, but um, yeah, you definitely want that. You want to make sure that people are, you know, when you want to see them pull the Botox and um, okay. for their glove, they want to be sanitized. You know, there's a lot of things to, uh, to look into. So don't be afraid to shop around and, you know, interview some injectors. If somebody's not willing to give you a consult, then, um, well, you actually, you have to provide a consult before you do a cosmetic procedure. So, oh, okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. And I um, choose to charge for them. And, and I get that. Honestly, if you're in a space downtown Toronto where you're paying 20 grand a month in rent, you, you can't just give an hour to someone to answer all their questions. I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully supportive of that. We're lucky yeah. we're uh, in the place that we're in where we can go ahead and give that time, but it's not yeah. necessarily sketchy if, they are asking you uh, a lot of times okay. they apply that towards your treatment. So okay. I, I, do, I fully do get it. And I think if you're in a position where you don't have to do that to charge for that, that's great. But I, I can fully understand why someone may have to do that. So, okay. That's good to know because I didn't know you could potentially be charged for consultations mm -hmm. and that would have scared me. Yeah, but it, it, I, I get it. It makes sense. And, and you do have, I mean, for myself, you do have a lot of people coming in asking questions and they may not, they say it takes about four, um, for meetings sometimes before anyone will let you inject them. And, and I'm okay with that. I want people to be comfortable. I would never want someone to feel like they were pressured into it or they have to do it. So I, I'm happy to see people as many times as they want to come in, but I understand that others don't have that luxury. So that's amazing. And um, what's the difference between like fillers and Botox? Yeah. So Botox is a neuromodulator that relaxes the muscle. So sort of stops that movement from happening and the lines yeah. from forming and filler adds volume. So filler is a hyaluronic acid that's injected to add volume into a place where you may have volume loss or want to add a little bit of um, volume. So that's, that's the main difference. You're adding volume versus relaxing a muscle. Wow. And, and the injectables. And so they are natural products because we create hyaluronic acid. Yeah, exactly. So hyaluronic acid is naturally created in the body. So it's, it's something that your body is used to. Now filler again has a, you know, you want to make sure that you're really in the hands of someone who is experienced and educated because it has a lot more risks than a Botox does. Um, you can have arterial occlusion, um, you know, some issues post filler. So you want to make sure you're going to someone who knows what they're doing 
is working safely. And I would recommend if you're ever going to be injected with filler, you ask to see their emergency kit or to verify with them that they do have one that has hyaluronidase that's going to counteract the hyaluronic acid because the best injector on the planet can inject into a blood vessel that's, you know, you know, there's so many things you do to avoid it, but it can happen. So you just want to make sure that they have the kit to correct it if it ever were to happen. I was like, a kit? What? That's <laughs> I should be asking? <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. <laughs> uh, okay. This is so new news to me. Like, I knew they had the reversal injection. Yeah. I did not realize you should be asking to see. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. And you know that about me. I'm an insane. I love it though. When it comes to regulations and safety and this is not surprising. I'm sure that you are hearing this from me, but I mean, it's always good to know, do they have it? Is it expired? They have everything else that you would need with it. Do they have a policy in place? I mean, we have a policy in place. We go through it. We mock it up with our staff to make sure that everybody knows what to do if we were ever to get into a situation like that. So that's so important though. That's like, yeah, it makes you feel a lot more reassured when you're yeah. going to someone like and yourself. And it's not to scare you because filler is fantastic. It wouldn't be on the market. We wouldn't be using it all the time if it wasn't, but you just need to understand, you know, that there are risks with things like this and um, that, you know, that you're going to someone who's also aware of that and has the ability to counteract it should it ever happen. Now, what are some of the risks? Because I remember the first time, like for Botox, um, I yeah. got it from my family doctor the first time, which yeah. looking back probably wasn't the best idea. Like you sh I should have probably gone to someone who specializes a bit more in well, it. Well, there's actually a lot of family doctors, you would be surprised, do a ton of injecting. So, really? You know what? Like I, that wouldn't deter me in any way, shape or form. There's Okay, a, good to know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would absolutely go to a family doctor in a heartbeat for it because they, again, it's just... How often do you inject? When was your last education session? Okay, good point, good point, good point. You could go but to a plastic surgeon that has had his nurses injecting for seven years, but had someone cancel, so is now going to inject you, you know? Oh my goodness. So it's okay, like- Okay, when you put it that way, okay, yes, ask education. Yeah. But I remember right before he injected me, he said, hopefully, I think he said, don't hit a nerve because your eye can droop if I hit the wrong spot. <laughs> but don't, and then he says, don't worry, I can give you eye drops for that though. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. I don't know, I would totally phrase it that way, but yeah, you, you can. So, um, if it migrates down to a muscle around the eye, then it can cause an eye droop, and we will give you um, eye drops for that should it happen. I mean, again, you're cautious, you measure out away from it, um, but again, everybody's anatomy is different, so the best injector in the world could do that to you, and you know, it's there's an inherent risk when you take an, a Tylenol that you could have a reaction to it, so it's like that with any That's medication. True. Yeah. So what are the potential risks for both Botox and yeah. So the biggest thing that we see um, for Botox for side effects is a little bit of a mild headache. You can bruise, things like yep. that. And again, the ptosis, the eye droop that we were talking about, I think it's about a 1% chance that that can happen. Okay. Um, but, and, and too, you know, people, you, you want to talk to people about these potential adverse events before you're injecting them. And then with the filler, we talked about sort of the scariest thing is, you know, that arterial occlusion or, or vein occlusion where the, it can get in the way of the blood getting to a certain part because the, the filler. Okay. So that's why you want that hyaluronidase to, to really reverse it, to dissolve it, uh, things like that. Um, so there's that, I mean, it's a foreign substance that you're putting into the body, even though, you know, your body 
does produce it. You can have a reaction to it because you are putting something foreign into the body, just like when you have a blood transfusion, you know, you, you have blood in your body too, but people have reactions to those. So, um, yeah, so there's, there's those sort of things. And then there's a lot more kind of depending where you're doing it and the person's background that we always talk through with people before we inject them. So, Okay, that's really wonderful to hear. And where, okay, this is what I wonder is like, what's the difference between like where you get Botox versus where you would get filler on the face? Like how does yeah. all of this work? Yeah, so I mean, there's a, there's a few different things. So when we, you know, when I talk to somebody, I always ask them, you know, why did you come in today? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, I want Botox because I want bigger lips. And it's like, okay, well, that's actually a job for filler. So, you know, anything <laughs> where you're adding volume, you're looking at filler and anything where you're trying to minimize lines, you're typically looking at Botox. Now, if you have those lines around the mouth, it's yes. that a little bit of lip filler can sort of flatten those out. So it's not Ooh. to say it's black and white in that, but it's usually volume filler Botox for relaxing. Okay. That's good to know. And by mm. the way, like, I love lip injections. (laughs) They They make me feel so sexy. Well, that's it. And that's the point, right? It's just to make you feel good. So, yeah, they give you that extra, extra Mm vavoom. Now, okay, so at your spa, is is that what you call it? Or do you have like a specialty name for it? No, no, we we call it the spa, the beauty boutique, sort of. We just call our like medical aesthetics and classic beauty treatments. So, yeah, we usually just refer to it as the spa or TBC, the beauty collective. We all call it that. (laughs) TBC. <laughs> okay, TBC. I love that. Yeah. Um, so say someone doesn't want to get fillers, but they want to treat themselves, you know, they want a little self-care. Like what would yeah. you recommend for people who just want to dip their toe into the spa life? Yeah. So we have we offer a bunch of different things from medical treatments to, you know, classic beauty treatments. We can do like a chemical peel or a really nice facial. Uh, we have a hydrofacial machine, which is sort of- <gasps> uh, yeah, It was amazing. Stuff. I had that. That yeah. changed my life. I know. They're unreal. So um, we also offer some radio frequency treatments. So the form of facial. What is that? So uh, radio frequency- um, causes collagen production in the skin so uh, it can tighten and lift and contour so we offer that for the face and for the body we offer the prp facials or the vampire facials as they're called which i'm bowing right now jelly masks we do waxing sugaring manicures um uh the like my most favorite recent service that we added is called brow lamination don't know if you've heard of it but- <gasps> oh my god i've been seeing that all over was it tiktok or youtube so hey can you explain it because i don't actually get what it is yeah so it's sort of like and i'm explaining this totally incorrectly uh kelly my senior medical you met her uh esthetician she would probably be like you are yeah. all levels of wrong right now but i'm gonna do it anyways so, <laughs> um it's kind of like a reverse perm so it completely straightens the brows and then oh. get that sort of like gelled up look. Yes. But it lasts for six weeks. What? So yeah. So like a brow wax tint and lamination is just like, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to be the one to say I miss my brow lamination more than I miss my Botox right now. What? I know. I need this. I need this yeah. so bad in and, my life. Um, dermaplaning. Dermaplaning is also an unreal treatment. Okay. Done. Is dermaplaning, maybe I'm simplifying this way no. too much. Is that the face shaving? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
Yeah, so dermaplating is when we use a scalpel to remove the vellus hair and the dead skin cells that are sitting on top of the skin. So uh, it's like a really, really extreme form of exfoliation and also pulls those little hairs off that might be holding oil or bacteria against the skin that might be making you break out. It helps with better. Oh my God, my jaw is dropped right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a I'm like, yeah. Like, we've been in quarantine for a while, so I'm sitting here and I'm going, okay, I'm going to get the lamination, can I get some <laughs> Botox, okay, the plating, can we do the plating and the hydrofacial in the same day? Yeah. <laughs> so many <laughs> options. Um, so you literally yeah, have everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. something I do, oh, sorry. No, no, go. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you're on those phone calls and you keep interrupting each other, I was like worried my whole podcast would be that if I went online, but I think it's going better than that. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, but it's something I did want to talk about too, because I don't think people realize that PRP can be done for, I've heard injuries. I've heard it's great for acne. Do you want to talk about that more? Yeah, so we use PRP um, at our clinic. You can definitely use it for injuries. Now, we wouldn't inject it into a joint or anything like that. That would all be done by yeah. probably an orthopedic surgeon or uh, okay. a specially trained doctor for something like that. But we use it um, in microneedling and for hair regeneration. So yes, yes, yes. As well as uh, tear trough injections. So instead of doing filler through the tear trough, we can inject it and um, it helps you to build your own collagen there. So it's not like a filler because filler through the tear trough can, you know, it's a very, very specialized skill. And this can just yeah. help your body build the collagen underneath so you can get like a longer, a longer term fix there. No, I had it. It was life-changing. And I remember, um, okay, so the reason I was so interested in talking about this when you brought it up was because I've had friends who have had children and they have hair loss and they don't know how to get that hair back. So they're using products that just cover it up, like a hairspray that's dyed. So how is it that PRP can help with hair regrowth? Yeah, so um, it, it really just helps to sort of regenerate that terminal hair. So again, it just helps your body um, to produce it. Like it helps your body to heal and uh, produce collagen and to to help with that sort of terminal hair and where it's sitting. So it, it's not a quick process. We'll, we'll fully say that, you know, you don't come in and get one treatment and then your hair grows back. No. Okay. It takes okay. Like a good year for you to see some awesome results. We do um, treatments uh, weekly for uh, three weeks and then probably one about a month after. And then okay. it, it does take, think about how quickly your hair grows. Like my hair grows insanely quick. So yeah, I'd probably see results fast, but a lot of people, they say you get, you know, about like six millimeters a year. So it can be really, that's it. Some people, especially when they're losing their terminal hair. So it's not an overnight fix, but it is a really great sort of almost natural way to, to get some of that back. Now, um, there's still a lot of other procedures that you can have done that give different results or quicker results, but it's just something sort of there. And it's not for everybody. I mean, if you've been bald for years, we have that sort yeah. of shine. It's not going to work for you. So oh, that's good to know. Everybody. So there's a there's an assessment uh, that has to do with that too. So okay, okay, yeah. and then um, so I loved my PRP, mm -hmm. um, and they when I got it, which at the time you weren't offering, or else of course mm -hmm. I would come and see you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how is <laughs> yeah just yeah gotta yeah. support my girl. Yeah. Um. So how is it that it helps with the acne scarring and uneven skin? Like what what is it working on? What does this thing do? 
Yeah. So really it's helping your body to build collagen. So building that collagen is going to help with any acne scarring. Um, now if you have active acne, it's not something that we would use with our traditional microneedling, but we do okay. have uh, radio frequency microneedling, which is heated, which means we can actually go over active acne. So we can use it okay. too and introduce it to active acne. It's just got really, really strong healing properties for the skin without getting too, too deep into it. Uh, it just helps you heal and to build collagen. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. There's so many services. What was that one facial you did on me? It was like a jelly facial. Oh, the hydro jelly mask. Yeah, that's a really nice one too. <laughs> I'd like, ah, oh, it was so cool. It yeah. was like, that was amazing. Yeah, that was incredible. Really, really good glow. Yeah. I would love to hear about your story. Like, okay, first of all, you said you had you had seizures for a time being? Like, are oh, you, yeah. everything's Many okay? Years ago. Yeah, totally fine. Not really sure. We don't even know what happened, but um, at the wow. end of the day, it's better to not know what happened than, um, you know, to see something on a CAT scan or an MRI or something like that. So. Um, no, I completely agree with that. And like, what inspired you? Like, what's your background? Where'd you go to school? Where are you from? And what inspired you to actually like open up the spa? Yeah, uh, insanity, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Feels about right. Uh, yeah, especially right now. Uh, no, so I grew up a little bit north of Belleville. I went to university first at Concordia, and then I switched nice. into nursing, and I did it through Laurentian University at their Kingston campus, so that was really Wonderful. Awesome. I left there and I started working at the Montreal General on the trauma floor. Did that for a while. That was an extremely difficult job. Um, I believe really, it. Really quick burnout with that one. Um, so I also started working as an OR nurse for a plastic surgeon, which is sort of when I got the, oh. early, the early view into lots of different invasive and minimally invasive procedures. Um, and then I worked in pharmaceuticals for nine years, doing everything from patient support to brand management to um, case management and... Um, uh, education. So uh, I started a couple of years ago doing the Botox and that really took off. And then I realized, you know, something that I'm really passionate about and about the whole beauty industry. So if mm -hmm. I was going to do it, I might as well really commit myself to it. So last year I left last May and then opened the spa in August. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, because when we, we met, you didn't have the spa yet. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was in the States doing the body positivity tour. Yeah. And I messaged you. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, can I get Botox when I come home or something? And you're like, yeah, I have a spa in Bellevue. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? It's like, yeah. this is great. Yeah. And it's like super cool and trendy and like... It's very Instagrammable too. Like I loved the entire experience of it. Like we came there and we were with Daniela's Anxious. There were heroic humans. We had one of the founders of the Body Love Journal. Who else am I missing? And oh, Be Your Joy. So we had a bunch of like body positive activists. Mm -hmm. um, and we just had the most comfortable experience that I wouldn't normally have or have had in a plastic surgeon's office or other spa. Like I normally mm -hmm. feel kind of judged for being fat. Um, yeah, like I just, I, it's like, I never feel like I'm wealthy enough to be there or I'm pretty enough or I fit in. Whereas when I came to your spa, like I felt like I could take Instagram photos everywhere. We were yeah. running around. We were just like living our yeah, best yeah, yeah. lives. Like it was amazing. Yeah, it was definitely not your typical spa. We always say that, you know, you're probably going to hear some rap music, some, uh, 
a little bit of Biggie, a little bit of Spice Girls, you know, going on in the background, not necessarily your Zen tunes. And you know, we really just want people to uh, to be hanging out, to be having a good time, uh, to feel relaxed and to feel like they belong there. So I'm glad to hear that that's how you felt when you came. No, you did a really good job. Like that was, that was fabulous. Like we didn't want the day to end. We went out for dinner at the, was it a Mexican restaurant you recommended? Oh, to uh, Chilangos. Yeah, we went there afterwards. It was phenomenal. Oh, but I... I, I couldn't figure out why all these like people were staring at me. And then I realized like, A, you're wearing a fur jacket and B, your top says like organically high or something. And I'm like, <laughs> welcome to Belleville. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great all around day. Awesome. Um, so you said you're going to be launching a clothing line. It's going to go up to three X, which is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is there so anything? Anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, so um, probably coming into June, we'll be launching our own line of, um, of cosmetics for lips and for brows. So yeah, no, it's really exciting. It's, you know, something that we're really passionate there. It's something that we've been looking into and working on for a while. Made in Canada, hypoallergenic, paraben-free, uh, not tested on Amazing. animals. And, you know, we didn't want to come out with something well, full makeup line or anything. We really wanted to focus on our brand, which is brows and lips. And you Love know, it. as far as skin health goes, there's already such great products on the market. There's no need to to get into that. Uh, we're super happy with our partnership with Dermalogica. We love their products. So why reinvent the wheel? But we know that we can bring something to the table with the lips and the brows. That's our our specialty so okay I'm really excited about this because a I love lipstick like it, is it lipstick and lip gloss you're creating like what's the what's yeah. the range here so, uh lipstick matte lipstick <gasps> uh, yes a liquid velvet lip stain a matte lip stain and a lip gloss oh and then for the brows, we'll have the typical pencil, the brow mascara that's gonna add fiber and color and uh the brow love pencil. yeah so. Okay. I, I love all of this because I've been like trying to try out different products for the last couple of years and I still haven't found that one where I'm like, that is my brow amazingness. Like yeah. that's everything I ever wanted. Yeah. And that's what really pushed uh, me to, to really further look into this because I'm the same. So it's, and you know, I've always been a proponent of good skincare, a little bit on the brows, a little bit on the lips and that's my look. So. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And then you said when people come in for services, you're going to potentially be giving them a product as well yeah for sure so when you come in for a brow service we'll you know we'll use the product on you see so your camera ready when you leave and uh, we offer it we'll be offering it to our um, some of our our lip services we'll be giving them one uh, as a part of their service this is so exciting like I'm actually I'm so excited for this and for you like okay this is how much I like Sam and her services I drove over two hours and my friends drove five hours so we could go to her spa like Yes, you guys are that good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like, it was definitely amazing. Is there anything that I didn't share that I missed that you want to share with the audience? No, I think that we covered it all. I mean, uh, I'm just really happy to be here and to see that you're doing this and to catch up with you again. And I can't wait I to have me you back too. in real life. I know. I can't wait till all this is over. Hopefully yeah. things will yeah. start opening up in yeah. the end of May, I think. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I hope so. You never know. So eh, I don't know. But we're, we're ready to go with a really good plan for safety, unsurprisingly, over the top. <laughs> 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 
Oh my goodness. Well, thank you everyone for listening. That was Sam from Beauty Collective. Um, you'll be able to find the details of this podcast at KaylaLogan.com and stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Glassbreakers Podcast. You can find all the details from today's episode in the show notes. If you're looking for our exclusive promo codes, that's where you'll find them as well. For additional podcast information, head over to KaylaLogan.com underneath the podcast section. To check us out on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Glassbreakers Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review. And until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.